Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. I am here with Nick. How are we doing? Good, man. Happy Thanksgiving. I know. Thanksgiving is here. What My favorite world? holiday. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know Aside that. to Christmas. So, like, they're kind of, like, level, but it's just I love being able to give back. Mm. Well, everybody's going to hate me for this. I can't stand this time of year. <laughs> it's awful. I love Fourth of July. Fireworks, explosions. Yeah, big boom, boom. Big boom, boom is Nikki's thing. No, it. it I do. This, this is, uh, yeah, I was a little irritated the other day so i sent out that text to everybody yeah and said thank you and was very like trying to be nice right and and nobody responded i know i'm like what the hell why did that happen so i don't, I don't know what happened with that i was talked to people why they didn't respond i was so for y'all that are listening i sent out this big text and just said hey really thankful for you guys thank you so much you know for for everything i don't know why thanksgiving is i mean of course it's called thanksgiving but you know you try to make sure you, you voice it and uh, I voiced it, and I got nothing back. Yeah, nobody answered. I mean, I we talk a person every day, so I just kind of yeah. went by that versus yeah. sending a text and being redundant. Well, it's the, the other guys I don't talk to that much. Yeah. They're always doing something. Excuse me, I just burped a cup of coffee. Yeah, ew. That and pills. Yum. Not bad pills, good pills, healthy pills. Don't get twisted. Yeah, make you happy all day. First form. For, there's a shameless little plug for first form. I like it. They're be- best vitamins I've ever taken, which I've taken a bunch, but not. Not this good. They're really, really good. Yeah, I um no this this is my favorite time of year, as you know. I'm I'm one of those people that I, like like I've told in many podcasts. I always tell Matt, my buddy, every time I get off the phone with him, I love him. You know, as soon as I get off the phone with somebody that I appreciate in my life, either I tell him I love him or that I appreciate him, and I you know I hope they have a great rest of their day. And I something I just try to a little sprinkle here and there, but when Thanksgiving comes, I really enjoy you know sending out messages in the morning and just telling people like hey like thank you for being a part of my life yeah that's i mean what is it gonna hurt nothing it's free exactly that's why i sent the text it's free that that's something that i think a lot of people miss miss out on it's a missed opportunity yeah missed opportunity is a lot of times worse than when something bad happens because you walk by this door it's wide open and you just like walk right by it and you could simply just show somebody a little love and and appreciation and you would not believe how far that'll go exactly and it will it'll come back like tenfold and and i've learned that over the years like a long time ago i used to just kind of be a bull and run my way through life and now i've learned to stop appreciate have some gratitude and and continue on so it's 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 really good so guys this whole um this whole podcast kyle and i kind of threw together last second because we were you know we were sitting here being you know, we were practicing our gratitudes and we were like, why we, we should do a podcast on thankfulness. Exactly. So <clears throat> my life, I don't know about you, Kyle, I'd love to hear your story on this. Um, and, and I'll just say a blip of mine and we'll go into yours. So give you a second to think about it. But I, um, I'm a living, walking miracle. And when I say that, it's because I've, I've lived at the bottom with, you know, homelessness and lack of food, lack of a lot of things and again i want to make this clear you know this was not my father's doing he works for me and he's uh we're a great team and uh love him beyond words um he did the absolute best he could and look where we are now that's all a testament to my father um now did i have a lot to do with that yeah i did and none of this don't get it twisted don't get my appreciation for my father twisted for the fact that he he did all this he didn't do any of this it was my ideas, my execution. I had to drag him into this 
because he was a copier sales tech and or a copier salesman and a copier tech. Yeah. Anybody that's not living on a rock knows that paper's dying. When emails came out and faxes went away and paper just evaporated. And now it's almost like this beautiful luxury to get something, you know, in paper form. Yeah, everything's on the you know, on your phone or on the computer. It's all mobile. Correct. And so I saw this his old industry dying and he's too old school, stubborn. Um well, I was just talking to his brother this morning about it coming into work. <coughs> Excuse me. And he um I was explaining to him, I was like, My old man is sixty two. Yeah, sixty two. And he's showing his age, not in the sense of like old, but just his old school mentality. Yeah. And I don't I even have some of that now that I'm, you know, I'm looking to down the barrel of almost forty and I try really hard to break my way out of it. And it's hard. It's it takes it takes self awareness to see where you're at. But, you know, when it comes to my old man, you know, there's a lot of days where I have to shake him pretty hard, not physically, but just with my words. And it takes him some time and some self-awareness reflection, a little bit of therapy, a little bit of just digestion time to then comprehend what the heck I'm telling him. Yeah. And it's it just all comes from this this new perspective. The world is different today. It's yeah, very much so. It is. I mean, from three years ago, it's – I can't believe we started this company, we got rock and roll, and then we slammed straight into a world pandemic where everything shut down, which, by the way, we didn't because – Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what I just did. Nice little hand signal. Um, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. That's <laughs> a, no, it's true. Just keep swimming. And we never, ever quit. And and I think that's a testament to why we're so successful so fast is because we stick together. We know the plan. I mean, you and I set, spent, what, three hours yesterday working on the, the plan for 2024. Yeah. So all you guys out there right now, you know, getting ready to go off into what I would call the, the, the non-busy season, everybody in the world is going to kind of like lift off the throttle. Y'all need to do outside of like retail and stuff like that because this is their busy season because they're making money just through sales and stuff like that for Christmas. Correct. But like when you're done at that job and you go home, you should be setting up a budget for yourself, not just just business. This is not all business in this podcast. We all have personal lives. I very much value mine, yours, and everybody in between. And um, oh, did would you get them? Almost. We've been fighting a gnat for days and we can't get them. Um, anyway, it's uh. It's very important that you set forth a plan and understand what you're up against, good or bad. And then by the time you're done, it you're gonna you're gonna feel so much better and be so thankful that you did it that it, it's you just can't randomly walk around in a dark room. Yeah. Right. So anyway, kind of got off the rails there. Love the old man. He does not own this joint. I do. Anybody that says, "Oh, your daddy did it," it's not. That's not. That's not the case at all. Um, he will flat out tell you this is this is Nick Carlson's deal, and he, what he's doing. His exact words are, "I'm helping you build your legacy," and that's why I stick with him in our relationship because he values our time, he values my time, he values our relationship, and we can flourish together. Which together is always better and always stronger as long as you have a good attitude. Exactly. So anyway, off that tangent, just want to clear that up. Uh, very thankful for the man, and I'm very thankful for the position, the position that I'm in today. And we can get more. I'm going to tell you after Kyle goes here in a second and talks about his side of this story. I'm going to tell you guys all about my miracle list. I literally have a miracle list. Mm-hmm. I'll go down that in a little bit. So Kyle, take over. What are you thankful for? Um, what What makes your heart the warmest? You know, give give us give us all of it. So I'll start. You know, we'll go in uh, chronological order. Just make things easier. But number Number one and two are definitely my parents. 
Um, I'm appreciative for everything that they've given me from, you know, everything since I've been young to as I've grown into the person I am today, the lessons my dad. So my dad always gave me this um, this outlook on things is he's like, I want you to build your tool t- tool chest so that you have the best tools in life to go on. And I always think about that. And the one thing I did when uh, Maylin was born is I actually bought a um, toolbox, just a regular, just plastic toolbox off of Amazon. And the one thing that I've always wanted to do, and then I'm going to work on this winter is I'm going to write down the different tools that I have learned mentally. And I'm just going to put them in that toolbox. And as she grows, we're going to just take one out a day and we're going to read them together. And we're just going to go through the list of things that my father taught me to just, you know, build her into a, a great person all around. Um, my dad also helped enlist, you know, my work ethic of just keep going, even if things are getting hard, you know, and that that's another big one is just working through the tough times in life. Um, I am more than grateful for my wife, Chloe. She's been my best friend since seventh grade and, you know, we're 25 now. So she's been my best friend and my, my other half on everything. And now we've got our little baby girl, Maylin and God, she's my world. I wake up every morning next to her and just look at her face and she just gives me this little smile and now she's got her teeth coming in. So it's, you got two teeth and the smile and it's just, it's hilarious. So, um, she's my world. She's my everything. And as is Chloe. So, those are uh, the main, very close things that are uh, I'm very grateful for. And then um, I'm actually really grateful for my friends and my support system around me. Um, I, I'm going to start with Matt. He's been my best friend since kindergarten. Um, he's been through everything thick and thin. He's been my best man at my wedding, and I was his at his. Um, I'm grateful for uh, my buddy Ben and his uh, family, Um I'm very grateful actually for Matt's wife. So Matt actually had a very rough background. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole nine um, just for his sake, Um, but it's very similar to your background to say the least. And um, he struggled finding someone that he could connect with on a relational, emotional level. And Marissa has been that everything for him. And it's been the one person that's made him happy. And, you know, I've developed a, a, a great connection with Matt to the point where it's like, dude, I will go through hell and high water to make sure that you need and I can help provide anything and everything. Just that's what we are. We're best friends. We're, you know, kind of tied at the hip. Um, but outside of, you know, the family friends and all that, I, I'm actually really grateful for the um, the time that I've had here. I've enjoyed growing, learning, trying to get better. You know, like I've said, we, I've had lulls in my performance, but I found a way to get out of it and, you, you know, do even better. You know, the highs, highs comes with the low lows and you just, you got to keep working on that trend upward. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I want to do here. And, you know, hopefully we can take this thing to the next level, but I'm, I'm very grateful for the position here that I've had. We love you here, man. I love it too. You're a good dude. So I gave you a lot of hell before you got here. Oh Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Um, that's, that's awesome, dude. Is there anything else you wanted to include? I just, I'm honestly just grateful for life. Yeah, it's good. I'm grateful for being on this side of the uh, dirt and just being able to touch people and enjoy how they interact with me and how I can interact with them. You know, I, I have a list of people that I can call every day, like Eric out in Ohio or, you know, our, our mutual friend Lyle, you know, our, our daughters are six days apart. 
and we go over and hang out, especially during the winters. I mean, we see him at least two, three times a week. It's good. You know, and it's just, it's a healthy, fun relationship. It's, you know, there's no need for bantering and fighting in life, you know, and if there is, separate yourself from it. You don't, you don't need it. It's not going to help you. It's not going to benefit you. Just find a way to make yourself, you know, 1% better, or even if you can make somebody else's day 1% better. Yeah. That's why I always try to go around and ask the guys here like every day, like, Hey, how you guys doing? You know, what can we do to, you know, get a smile on someone's face? Absolutely. You know, I, that's one thing I do, um, for my birthday is I always tell people, I don't want a gift. I just want to smile. Yeah. I don't. I just want to see you smile today. Yeah. That's all I need. I hate gifts. I mean, I, I don't mind a you know a bottle of Craig Isle or something on my yeah. shelf, but what is it? some stag or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh stag. God, no. Uh, oh yeah, the um the, the stuff that yeah the Brightview guys like. Brightview's like yeah, I've been looking for some stag for them. It's my dad found it. Did he? Yeah. Tell him to buy it. I'll give him the money for it. I bet. Seriously, I will. I, it's I'm going to take care of Brightview and they're going to take care of us. So that's awesome, dude. Uh, I like it. So I have a very different perspective on thankfulness. Shocker. Um, a lot of people love to go down the route of parents, family, friends, blah, blah, blah. I, I I look deeper than that. So I look at it like this. I have been through hell and back. Yeah. And a lot of people, there's no way you guys could comprehend what I've been through. Not Not to say that it's the worst. There's somebody far worse than me, I'm sure. And I'm blessed to have start. I'm going to start with my size. My my size. I mean, I wear a 16 shoe. I'm almost six four. I strong, healthy, blonde hair, blue eyes. Don't think I'm that bad on the eyes. Like, dude, like just that alone has probably helped me a lot in my life. Just just the presence. It's funny. There was a um, there's a guy on Instagram that I've been following lately. His name's Justin Waller, and he says v- something very similar to that. Is like my stature alone has given me a blessing to giving getting me further in life, and he admits sure. that. Oh no, I'm, I'm which dude, I, I find walk, is very interesting. I walk into a room and people are like, "Yes, sir," and I'm like, "Dude, chill out." Like I'm, I haven't said a word. You know what I mean? So. That's that's something money can't buy. Yeah. So I'm I'm incredibly blessed for that. The other thing I'm very blessed for is my mind. My mind somehow I am able to control it really really well. And when I when I get into like a really nasty nasty situation, somehow I'm able to see the positive. I don't know how. I don't know where that comes from. I I feel like that was trained into me because I think that's not who I am naturally. I think I've had to like develop that but i'm able to develop it well there's also something kind of learned from the from yourself this is like what was the um misery loves company oh yeah so if you allow yourself to sit in the misery you're just going to allow yourself to be miserable and if you don't want to be miserable and you want to change the things in your life then you have to look at the positive things and even if it's just a very it's the silver lining yeah well cultivate what what is it cultivates right It, it it it's sounds like, like the right word. <laughs> like they like pe- people in in science, they they take like a germ or something, they put on a little little platter, yeah, and they let it grow, mm-hmm. right? If you're living in misery, it'll grow, right? If you're constantly complaining, watching the news, doing all this stuff, I've I've watched people just self implode because they just constantly are this input of negativity. I, on the other hand, have enough self awareness somehow to then. What it is, I think, is that whenever I end up in a, in, a, in a crossroad where it's like, okay, if I go this way, I'm going to get this result. But if I go – and that road is really rough. But if I go down 
this easy road, it's at the end of the day, it's not what I want. It's going to end badly. So tip, I know how not to take the easy road. I can't stand the word easy. I can't stand the word nice. I, I, I know the, the road less traveled is the better road. Yeah. And I tend to always go down that road. So to stick on like the whole thankfulness, you know, train here, I don't know how I'm able to do it, but like starting at a young age, I learned it. My, my upbringing was, was just incredibly rough and I watched my mother go from guy to guy to guy. And I was in house to house, to school to school, to town to town. I was all over the place. And in, in that instability, you know, through all that, somehow I figured out that I didn't want any parts of it. Tru- yeah. Truly didn't want any parts of it. So now, as I've grown into, into a, a well-developed man, I'm able to somehow or another look. Th- I can look right through the weeds of something and see... My dad says it all the time. He goes, dude, you can fall in a pile of shit and come out smelling like a rose. That's not because I'm, you know, some miracle boy. I am, I, so the tag on my Audi that once I get it, I've already figured out, I've already checked it, it's available, so I'm going to get it here soon. It's just going to say relentless. That's all it's going to say. And that's because you'll never able, you'll never be able to outwork me. I will always overcome no matter... I don't care what's in front of me. I'll get through it. Not like, of course, unless you die, of course you're going to get through it, but like I'll come through it and come out the other end and it'd be like, damn, he got even better going through that. So what I'm thankful for is I'm thankful for the rough shit I've been through because it's, it's, it's molded me. It's developed me. It's able, it's been able to give me the credentials to have a voice to then talk on this podcast. Exactly. And, and the thing that, that irks me the most today is there's too many easy platforms. Again, there's that word easy, that any Yahoo can jump on here and start talking his little ass off and start, you know, chatting about whatever he wants to chat about and people are going to listen to him. And in reality, he hasn't been through enough or she's not been through enough to have a freaking voice. And when you've gone through what I've been through, whether it's been divorce, whether it's been um, out of business six times, um, sued, homeless, uh, entire families turning on you at a, at, a, at a teenage age, being sued by your own mother, all these different things, they've made me who I am. And the cool thing is, like, I get this a lot from people, is through all the shit that I've been through, I come out and people are like, I can't believe you have the amazing outlook that you do on life. And, it's be- and the reason I have that is because I chose it. And it's that simple. And I practice gratitude every day. Like, for instance, last night, Dude, I, I had so much fun by myself last night. I filmed it because I'm going to put it in my YouTube cha- my YouTube video. But I took little LED lights and I spent an hour installing them under the lift in my in my garage, in my house, just to light up the bay where the Audi is. Yeah. Like, that is so dumb. And, oh, and, and, and here's, okay, so here, here's my point to proof to all of it. The night, or a couple nights before, it was that, okay, so last night was Tuesday night. Sunday, I tried to do this, failed miserably, had to take $80 of the product and throw it away. Mm. That irked me, and it sat with me for about 24 hours, and I was just pissed. And then I came back Tuesday, no, Monday afternoon, said, I'm going to go out, I'm going to buy more lights, I'm going to start over, I've learned, let's get better at it. And so that's what I'm able to do, is I don't hang on to the shit and then carry it with me throughout, because a lot of people like to wear that 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 armor of shit and they're like you don't know what happened to me you don't know what happened to me dude you know how many people have it worse than you let me tell you something my nephew had leukemia 
and he got it diagnosed in April of 2020. Yeah. You want to talk about some shit? Him and his parents had to go through all that during a world pandemic. Well, that was like my uncle. He had um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and this was his second time having it, and he had to go through bone marrow transplant just as COVID started. Yeah, so take all your shit. Oh, my Starbucks coffee wasn't made right this morning, and you, you, my car didn't start. boo fuckity who. You need to stop with the whininess and start being thankful that you even have a car that doesn't start. Yeah. Like, really think about that. You have the ability to take a credit card. Even if you have $0, you still have an out. You have a credit card, or you have an aunt, or an uncle, or a friend, or triple something. You can get yourself out of that jam and move on. It's like when we blew all those tires going to Kentucky. Oh, my God. Did you ever see me complain? No. I was laughing my it ass was, off. Okay, the first, it was the initial, ah, oh, crap. Well, of course. And then it's like, okay, well, all right, well, let's grab the spare. All right, well, let's right. now rob your spare. All right, we're robbing a tire off your trailer. And what happened? We that, made it. We made it, but not even just that. It's, it's the... Take the negative and turn it to a positive. So I filmed it all, put it all out there on the other webs. Everybody at the trade show was talking about it. And then a year later, everybody's like, so what's going to happen to you this time? <laughs> the truck blew up. Yeah, the truck blew up. <laughs> and I had to buy a $100,000 truck. Like, my point to all this is, is that, yeah, all that sounds like a bunch of crap, and it sucks. But we made a lot of really cool memories. You guys grew from it. I grew from I sent all y'all to Kentucky. said, handle it. Yep. That was a growing moment, a team moment, and that's beautiful. That's a great thing. I never once complained, did I? I just went, ah, shit. No, and I will say Sam did an amazing job guiding the team. And why? What? Why, why did he do a good job? Because he took the time. He was. He said, I'm going to wear this suit of armor for Nick. He's trained me. He's taught me. I'm going to take this on like a man, and I'm not going to complain. Yep. Go do it. And, and, and at the end of the day, how thankful are we all for each other, and for getting it all done, we got paid. We got sales from the show. We, again, this blown up freaking truck thing. You know, how many people ask me about that? Oh, that's on. Is it on? That's on. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm talking about the, uh, so we have a, a recording sign. Um, I just heard the, the whistle, whistle. Yeah. Well, he's not paying any attention, but uh, <laughs> we have a recording sign out in the hallway to let people know we're in here recording. So that running through here like gangbusters, just acting like a bunch of fools. That's 100% me. <laughs> yeah. Well, me too. I'd come through yelling stuff. Um, but my whole point to all this is, you know, there's so much good and stuff to be thankful for, you know, every single day that a lot of people just get so bogged down with those one or two things that that are really, really slowing them down, you know, and, and it's just, it's not healthy for you, you know, so focus on your gratitude, find the silver lining in everything, um, yeah, I heard something from Ed Milet the other day. He said, try spending one day not talking about other people. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. I need to practice that more because I definitely, I mouth off to some stupidity. Like driving around, walking through Lowe's. Like I walk through Lowe's and people just like walk straight into me like I don't exist. And it's because of their lack of awareness. It's because of their self-centeredness. And they're just like, get out of my way. I'm going to walk where I want to walk. And that's just freaking rude. Don't do that. Don't be a prick. Because you're going to walk into me, you're going to lose. There ain't many people going to be bigger than me walking through the store. There are, but not many. And it'd be better if you stopped and went, oh, excuse me, sir. Oh, have a, have a nice day. Happy Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. That happened to me as well this morning. This guy, bald head, kind of a stocky dude, probably about, I don't know, 5'10". D- decent sized dude. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, excuse me, sir. And I was like, hey, man, no problem. Happy Thanksgiving. He's like, oh, you too, man. You know? And that left, like, look, I'm talking about it an hour later. 
I don't even know who this individual is. I'll never see him again. But, like, he, he touched me for a moment. And his, his lack of ignorance is what touched me. You know what I mean? That, that yep. kindness. And there's not enough in the world right now. And so all I'm saying, guys, is that you need to uh, – I should say you should. I'm going to say you need to practice more gratitude. It will serve you. I promise you if you let go of the, the, the head trash and the junk from your past, you're going to live a better life. And that's going to – infect everyone around you like i'd imagine i infect you kyle you infect me i try you do you do do i infect you oh sure so and normally like okay when you were in the middle of your mess way earlier this year you know i didn't just stand back i let you go through it not not let you but like i didn't involve myself but then when you were ready i was there for you yeah you know whether it was financially whether it was just an ear whether it was a job offer whatever the point is it was hey here's an here's an option that if it can suit you right it is available and that's just kindness and then out of that that was my decision yeah 100 percent. and that's why we're here and look look how far we've made it i try yeah we, we <laughs> all do we all absolutely try so uh that's that's just I don't, know, I don't even know how i got on that tangent see when we start these podcasts i don't have a clue where i'm gonna go it's fun though i just let it roll so i'm gonna tell you guys about my miracle list this is... Can I go down one little road before sure. we go there? Um, so the one thing I always think of, and you and I have talked about this a couple of times, is how your subconscious is very, 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 very powerful. Yeah. You know, th- I'm just going to put this into perspective. Think about if you were a person that, you know, say you had lost a million dollars, right? I've done money, that. That money's gone. I've done that. <laughs> right? So you've lost a million dollars. If you focus on losing that million dollars or that you had lost that million dollars, you're going to continue to lose money until you turn around and say, okay, well, how do I make that money back? Or how do I make that money so that I can multiply it? Yeah. You know, if you're focused on losing it and losing it and losing it, all you're going to do is continue to lose it. The if you change you it, it's going to do a 180 and you're going to make the money. Yeah. So it's just something to think about is like, don't allow yourself to harp on the negative. Cause if you harp on, harp on the negative misery loves company, it's going to exponentially get worse. If you focus on being positive, it just exponentially gets better. It may take time, but you have to build that momentum. And that digs into a podcast that we just did is just having the momentum to push forward. Yep. So yep. I think that's just something to always kind of keep in the back of the mind is that if you're being positive and you're trying to push others, you know, the tide raises, or yeah, a rising tide raises all ships. Try focusing on that mentality. Absolutely. Try grabbing a hold of it. And if you have somebody around you that's positive, lean into them. Yeah, 100%. Well, you're saying, you know, if you focus on the money, so the way I see it is squeezing. Yeah. Right? So if you're sitting there death gripping money or you're death gripping a relationship, what you're not, what you're, you think what you're doing is, is you're holding on to it. Yeah. But think of it like a bird. If you grabbed a bird and squeezed it, you're going to kill it. You can't. You have to be gentle with it. You have to be kind to it. You got to speak nicely to it and, you know, be be a good positive thing. So if you're in a relationship and you're sitting there death gripping her or you're death gripping him and you're all up their ass all the time, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to push away. They're going to push away. So let them be. Just let them be. Check in with them. And I guarantee you, your relaxed state of mind is going to reattract them or is going say you're trying to attract a chick right or you're trying to attract a dude <clears throat> go out there and be the best individual you can be and be a positive influence and i guarantee you they will fall into your arms like point blank period end of story that's just going to happen <clears throat> so that's my segue from yours into that 
Now, can I get to my gratitude list or my? Go uh, ahead. I just wanted to kind of get to that because, like, I know we've talked about how your subconscious mind does a lot, and you have to you have to allow yourself to change the switch in the subconscious mind from dark to positive. Have we done a full podcast on the subconscious mind? Probably not. We need to do that. We probably ought to. I'm going to write it down. Can you write that down, please? Yeah, just let me grab my little, you know, leather notepad. I love it. My pen. I love it. It's great. Oh, Oh, it's not clicked out. I don't want to click it. Oh no, click it. Let them. Let the let the people hear it. Here it is. Okay. So, miracle list. This is, this to me is the, the reason I'm telling you all this story is because it, it was against all the odds. And what you don't realize is that you're probably winning right now and it probably doesn't feel that way. Yeah. So, I'm going to first talk about how I feel and then I'm going to go into this list. I feel typically, I feel like a failure every single day because I'm constantly testing and figuring out ways not to do something, how not to do it. Um, whether it's spending money on something like the, the lights I did on Sunday. That yeah. was an epic failure on Sunday. My fault, no one else's fault, totally my fault, didn't pay attention, didn't do it right. But I had to test, I had to learn. I've never done those lights before. Fail faster. Fail faster. And so I get up every day and I'm like, man, I didn't get up on time. Or I, you know, I didn't shave my face right. Or I'm very hard on myself, very, very hard on myself. And <clears throat> what, what ends up happening is, you know, I end up making it a little, the hill each day a little steeper, but with a steep hill come stronger legs. So throughout my life, it's always been this battle of, well, I got a 97 on this, on this report card. My father'd be like, well, why didn't you get a hundred? I'm like, come on, dude. So I called him anti-dad. That's what I called him for, for a very, very long time. I still mess with him with it. I have another one, but I'm not going to say it on here. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's just he's a grumpy old fart. But, um, you know, going back to this this um, miracle list. So, for, first off, I can't remember, but I think being literally being born, I broke my mother's pelvis, and I was too big or or something. No, 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 no. What was it? No, I was born too early. I was born like two or three months early. Back in the '80s, that was like hard to get over. Like kids today get born months and months early, and somehow they incubate this like one pound little infant, little nothing. Yeah. To a full-blown human and they're fine they're now okay. that's a miracle that's a miracle like well it's not what it is is it's science testing checking re-proofing things and they've learned yeah so it's really not a miracle everybody's like oh it's a miracle it, it's really not it's it's a medical system you know over the years they call it practicing medicine because they progress. practice and it's progress right um people that say you know having a child is a miracle dude crackheads do it every day i know somebody that i know this chick that's i, I just know of her she's I want to say in her upper 30s, has six kids and is drugged out of her mind and can't barely even function. Yeah. So what a, but the true miracle is, is when a mother, and I'm really speaking to moms here, and this is, I'm giving them credit, have the patience to raise, I'm going to call them us children, like boys, girls, whatever. Yeah. Miracles are, you know, cavemen keeping, cave women keeping uh, human society alive exactly how the hell did we ever get through that's a miracle to me so modern medicine doesn't isn't a miracle to me but anyway my baby's my miracle i love her hey you call her what you want she's a sweetheart and i'm glad she's here she's done you a lot of good um not to say you weren't good it just it just improves a man a dog i think a daughter is the most beautiful best thing for a man ever i agree ever um so you guys out there that are worried about having little girls let me tell you something best thing will ever happen to you and you're gonna enjoy every ounce of it i never wanted a girl and she is my freaking world baby let me tell you and i feel bad for my son because he's got a road to hoe 
to keep up with her boy. Whew! She set the bar high. Anyway, so let's get let's get into my miracle list so you guys can maybe have a little bit of um just if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Okay. So uh born prematurely, born into a really messy situation with my mother. My father again was amazing. Um, you know, growing up it was house to house, guy to guy, you know, all these different situations, was molested by a family member at a very, very young age, um, got through all that, um, you know, the homelessness, and then we get into, like, racing, and things would happen. And I, When I say getting into racing, I mean spending $300 total on a go-kart. I mean, piece of shit go-kart. Yeah. Margate chassis. Any of y'all that race, Margate chassis, um, little Richard Clark engine out of, out of, out of Northern Virginia. Um, just a junk little go-kart and had no idea what we were, we were doing, blow up a motor. And somehow or another, my father that next week would get like a side job, sell a copier. He wasn't expecting. And boom, there was like another 300 bucks for a new motor. And that, that trend continued. Um, you know, uh, our, our, our electricity would get turned off and boom, side job would come or, got into a car accident you think oh a car accident's terrible well, then we get paid from that and that would get us through the next chapter or i remember one day i i um i went to royal farms with my mother and we were just broker than snot yeah and royal farms is kind of like your uh sheets or your grab and go it's just like a Mavericks, convenience store yeah yeah, yeah. Well, just to give like a little context because not everybody has a royal farms near them yeah, i'm not a royal farms fan just just for the locals i'm i don't like it I like wawa i like rofo do you like rofo i like sheets way better though I like um, uh, Maver- Mavericks and uh, Bucky's. I haven't been to a Bucky's, but I like Bucky's already. Is so wheat. Yeah, I can't wait. To they have one. chicken jerky. I'm gonna go. To, I'm literally gonna leave here one day, get my truck. I'm just gonna drive to lo- the nearest one, which is probably like 17 states away. Don't be surprised if you find me in the t- in the trunk. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, um, babe, where are you going? Don't worry about it. I'll be back <laughs> with a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you guys that are listening, possibly you may know my story, but I started a company called Dawson Manufacturing, and I invented a product called the Mulchmate. And this this machine, just Google Mulchmate, you'll find videos of what it does, but I'm not going to get into that right now. But this machine came to me literally in, in a second. It came to me, and I, I, I brought it to the market, and it's been selling, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars worth over the last five or six years, whatever it's been. And, and we're very, very blessed. But what's cool about it is when we first started, so I'm going to I'm gonna keep this story pertaining just to kind of ultimate real quick. And there's a million other ones, but this is really freaking cool. So I come home one day with this napkin drawing and I'm sitting there staring at it and I'm, I get some graph paper and I take the, the, the napkin and I start, you know, doing the drawing that's real rough on the napkin, put it on graph paper so it's like to scale. And, and I knew that's about as far as my abilities got. Yeah. And <clears throat> I'm doing this. And one of my managers for my landscape company at the time, this is uh, mid-teens, you know, 2015-ish, something like that. He um, he comes to me. He's like, you know I know CAD, right? And I'm like, you do? What? You know CAD? And I could barely tell you what even CAD was. So CAD is a, a program on a computer, and you basically can digitally design uh, products, things in 3D form. It's computer automated design, right? Yeah, something like that. So this this individual and I, we don't talk anymore. He did something very stupid. So if he's listening, you know, hi, you, you fucked up. <laughs> um, and I'm not I don't gonna, know you, but hi, <laughs> I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking to you anymore. Um, but um, thanks for getting me through this little spot. Anyway, he's like, yeah, I can get this into 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 CAD for you. I'll bring my gaming computer over here. Um, and and he brought it over to my house. He put it in my um 
my dining room and he and I sat there for a solid month and he's like well I need this spec and I need that spec and I'm like what do you mean you need a radius what do you mean you need material thickness just draw it <laughs> I I had no idea what I was doing. No clue. So he's like, no, dude, you need to do this. You need to do this. Da, 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 da. And he basically helped me design the basic cabinet structure of Mulchmate. And, it, and it's it's morphed into way more than what it was. Yeah. That first that first rendering. But I appreciate him for helping me get to where, where, he, you know, where he got me. And um, so one day it's time to, to make this design that he and I had been working on for a month or two, whatever it was. And so I drove up to to Baltimore to a place called Metal Supermarkets, and I, at the time it took me weeks to find a metal a, a retail metal vendor that would allow me to buy a stick of metal yeah. or a sheet or whatever. In Metal Supermarket was the the answer. So I drove up there. It's kind of near Golden Ring Mall. You know where okay. that's at, like way up way up north. And um, I uh, I go in there and I literally walk. I'm like I tell the people at the front desk. I'm like, can I walk through your your uh, you know your 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 workshop, and I want to put my hands on metal. I want to see it because I'm a visual person. Yeah. So I start messing with all the metal, and you know that's a no no. So that, that's not a miracle, but that's like I'm very grateful for them allowing me to do this. Now I have a great relationship with them. Every time I walk in, they're like, "Man, how's the business going? It's incredible what you're doing." Blah blah. blah. And it's like, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, but the metal that I chose that day is the exact metal we still use today. Is it? it I pff, luck. That's cool. Pure luck. Um. You know what? I like this. Yeah, I did. I was like, that's good. I like it. And I guess it comes from the fact that, like, I've been around equipment for a long time. I kind of understand. Yeah. You know, visually, I don't I don't know. I, at the time, I didn't know the numbers. I didn't know there was different types of aluminums and all that kind of stuff. So, pick that up, and here's where the miracle comes in. Or not the miracle, but just, just maybe it is, it's not a miracle. It's just incredible you know, coincidences that when you put yourself out there and you don't sit at home and you don't sit – on the couch all the time you put yourself out there you'll you, you'll find it's the yourself. luck that you're grateful for well luck is preparation meets opportunity yeah and so i went out to prepare to make my machine and this opportunity i'm about to tell you arose so i'm coming home and i'm with my old man shocker and i'm like hey dude you want to this is like tuesday monday or tuesday i'm like hey dude let's go screw off let's go have some lunch and there's this place called nick's fish house in in, in baltimore look it up it's a great place if you're ever in baltimore go to nick's fish house it's delicious um, so we go there and we eat some crab cakes and it, it was really, really good. But on the way in, there's this building on the right hand side at the, there's like a main, uh, intersection right before you get to Nick's it's right by Under Armour. And, uh, I look over this building last time I went to Nick's was like dilapidated and disgusting. And they were like, I think they were fixing like trash trucks in this building. Yeah. I, it's like, how was that building even standing? But this day that we go to Nick's fish house, it had been a few months, maybe, maybe in a year, who knows? And I look, the building is beautiful it's all black it's got a red stripe it's got windows around the top of it now the landscaping is incredible it's actually done by one of my customers cnc cnc knew it charlie and nick love those guys they they bought one of the very first mulch mates thank you guys and they came back and bought more um that's the that's the goal and so they, they actually have one of the biggest mulch mate rigs in the, in the country dude charlie is a freaking he's a monster genius he's a genius he's a really he's a really bright fella um but um I uh, I saw this parking lot. It's all paved. It's it's right on the water. All the trees are trimmed down. You can see the water, even though it's foul in Baltimore. Either way, <laughs> don't swim in it. Yeah, don't don't go any don't even look at it. You'll get some kind of 1920s disease. <laughs> I'm immune to it already. It's been swimming in it. <laughs> not man. Take me to Key West anyway, um, or Sarasota. Um, so we uh, we we finish eating lunch and we're like googling 
it's called City Garage. We're like, what the heck is this? Well, it turns out it's a Kevin Plank paid for investment thing. Kevin Plank's the owner of Under Armour. Yeah. And there are like six different businesses in there. There's Bustin' Boards, the, the skateboard company. There's a robotics company in there. There was automotive something. But there's this place called the Foundry. And this Foundry, what it is, it's a makerspace. And when I say a makerspace, for you guys that don't know, it is a it is a place where people like me that like to build things can go and have access to tools that we normally wouldn't. Yeah. So welders, CNC machines, water jets, blacksmithing, all the woodworking you could ever imagine, CAD design, 3D printing, electrical powder coating, uh, and then just like work area to build things. Yeah. And um, so we walk in the door and we're like, yeah, we're here to check the place out. And we're, cause we went online and we saw all this stuff. We're like, that's interesting. So we talked to the chick at the front door and I can't remember her name. She's a sweetheart. She was like one of those goth looking chicks. Yeah. Sweetheart. She was great. I can't remember her name. Darn it. I should know her name. <laughs> ah. Anyway, I'm not good with names. Um, and she's like, yeah, it's a hundred dollars a month and it's, um, you know, you have full access to everything. Certain machines you have to 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 rent, uh, just because they're super expensive, and 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 a lot of stuff you have to get trained on. So there's like training expenses and all that. Yeah. And so that, that front desk is like in its own little room. To the left is like a cafeteria. They like free hot dogs and soda, and it was it was really That's great. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I get really fat on it, but uh, I gained like 25 pounds. But anyway, we get to the main door to like the main makerspace area, and it's like the freaking angels are singing. I mean, I am. I'm literally almost dropped on my knees because I was like, this is what I need. I, I don't have that. Keep in mind, when I started this whole mulch man idea, I was like, I'm going to take an angle grinder, a drill, and I'm going to bend things with a two by four and a torch. Yeah. Literally, that was my plan to get going. Now, I knew that wasn't sustainable, but I was going to build the prototypes and get through it that way. And yeah, keep in mind, we're designing this with square holes. Yeah. I'm, I bet you most people that are listening don't even know how to make a, a round hole square. It's with something called a brooch. You ever seen me do it? No, but take, it doesn't sound like fun. Take this big, long piece of metal, and it's got like, I don't know, 30 blades on it, and it's it's like a Christmas tree. So it starts off round at the bottom, it's square at the top, and you ram it through with a with a press, and it goes kick, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, It yeah. pushes it through, and it's it's taking away little layers at a time, and by the time it passes all the way through, it makes a square hole or a hexagon or, or whatever. So, again, learned that at the foundry. I didn't know that at the time. So <clears throat> this place has got this water jet and all this anyway. The next day, I'm there. Taking the class on how to use a water jet, it was like $375 for the class. Very expensive, I thought. Um, and then it was like a five-hour class. I met this guy named Jess and Corey. Um, just brainiac, amazing guys. I mean, they are just smart as a whip. And um, still talk to Corey every once in a while. I'd, I'd love to see how Jess is doing. But um, great, great fellows. And they taught us how to run this water jet. By Friday, we had gone and gotten the metal from Metal Supermarket hmm. to throw on that water jet. And it was the biggest metal the foundry had ever put on that water jet to date yeah then not to that not now but at that time so going back to the miracle list i find the foundry miracle it opened two months before i showed up miracle i learned how to run this water jet this is like four hundred thousand dollar tour so i don't know what it costs it's stupid yeah they aren't cheap they're not cheap they're cool to watch though awesome loved running it i know how to run one it's it's fantastic now and i, and I can i can do it it's great um so i start you know, building mulch made at the foundry. And that's where, you know, the first cat guy and I were going there after work every day. We'd stop working at like two o'clock and I'd go up there. We'd work for a few hours and then he'd have to go because he had a wife and not no kids still to this day, I don't think. Um, but he had to go. He had, he had to be a boyfriend or husband <laughs> at the time, whatever he was. Um, 
And then that's where we met Jamie, our engineer, our, our head engineer. And uh, I remember calling Jamie. He was over at the lasers, and uh, he would do, like, laser engraving. Yeah. And I literally screamed across this, like, 30,000-square-foot facility. I'm like, hey, Jamie, come here. I had no idea he knew CAD. No clue. Yeah. I don't know what possessed me to ask him. But he walks over, and I said, hey, man, this guy and I that are doing this CAD stuff right now, I can't, I can't make the part twist. I needed to make this twist. Now, this design is no longer in existence. We don't use it. But he, Jamie just goes, click, 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 done. I'm yeah. like, oh, noted. So like a week later, I started noticing this individual that was helping me with the CAD. I was watching him fade. I don't know if he knows this, so if you're listening, listen up. <laughs> I'm watching you fade, and he's getting very short-tempered with me. He's getting very irritable. He's getting – he's just not the same guy. Before, yeah. probably one of the best employees I'd ever had to date at that point in time. Great, just worked really hard. I don't know where he went sour. Um, never, never found out. But – I eventually said, hey, dude, how about you take a break? Um, I'm going to take a break on this project. What I really did was the same day I told him to take a break and he agreed to it, I went to the foundry and said, I called Jamie. I'm like, yo, you want to start working with me like every night and I'll pay you? And he goes, absolutely. So I'd show up to the foundry every day about 3 o'clock and him and I, the foundry would close at 10 and I locked that place down for nearly two years. Yeah. No, not two years, a year. Yeah, it was a year. Every night they'd be like, y'all need to get out of here. All right, and so Jamie, he would do the designing. I would be sitting right next to him. There's videos of, of him and I doing it. Um, I think Rainy Doolin on Doolin Cut and Trim on YouTube has some videos on his channel about this. From oh, that's cool. Years ago, years ago. And because um, Rainy was doing YouTube back then. I don't know if he still does it or not. I haven't cut, kept up with it. But the another you know miracle was, was, was Jamie, right? Another situation where it's like this person just like fell into my lap. So, again, it didn't fall. It's preparation means opportunity. It's luck, right? So, Jamie and I start knocking this out. I'm over welding, grinding, cutting stuff on the water jet, coming back with him, designing, go back. And this is going on for like a year. Yeah. At the same time, I'm looking outside watching CNC doing all the landscaping, and I'm going, I'm going to sell to them one day. That's who I want to sell to. Didn't know it was going to be one of the first five. Yeah. That's just – and he found out about us on Instagram. That's cool. It wasn't like I, like, targeted him. It was all organic, natural. So, anyway – um, the foundry, we end up leaving the foundry because we kind of are past that point now. So now we're doing a lot of prototyping in my garage. I have CAD set up in my basement where I had my, my home office. And so I would sit there and work at my landscape company while overseeing Jamie. And we were just building, 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 building. And then um, we ultimately uh, never went back to the foundry and they closed about six months after we stopped going there. Yeah. So I showed up two months after they opened and they went out of business Six months after, you kept them open. I did. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they they did say the the guy that used to run it, uh, Jason um, and Kevin Plank. They said that we are the most successful thing that ever came out of the foundry. Well, that's cool. So I am blessed. And guys, if you listen, probably not. Um, thank you so much for doing that. And my timing, which is that that you know miracle kind of deal. Um, thank you so much for that. And That'd be a fun one to get. Like if there was any possible way to get Kevin Plank on. And just talk with him. That'd be cool. Give me a second. I'll, I'll figure that one out. That's not, that's, that couldn't be that hard. Um, he's a wild individual. Like when he would walk through there to kind of check up on his investments, um, he had a guy, I can't remember his name, but he was like the guy that would take Kevin's ideas and go after him. And, yeah. and they ended up firing him because he got too overzealous with something for mm. whatever reason. But Kevin would walk in and he was decked out head to toe. He was a walking Under Armour commercial. Yeah. Everywhere he went. And I'm like, good I Lord. like Under Armour. They're very comfortable. So I'm wearing it right now. 
I, I yeah, you are. <laughs> I literally am wearing it right now. I like Under Armour. It's great. But um, you know, when it came to Dawson Manufacturing, that that was one of the miracles. Another miracle was this building we're in. So this building used to belong to Maryland Performance Diesel. Okay. And I know Craig well over at Maryland Performance Diesel. Yeah, because they're over there off uh, Nursery Road now, aren't they? They are. They're in a bigger facility. And this place... I need to talk to them. <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't mess with your truck. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyway. We'll see what happens. So this building, they were they had all their CNC machines in this building. And I, I got in touch with these guys, and they said, yeah, we're leaving. We'll sublease it to you. And it was like half the price of what we pay today yeah for like the first year and a half two years something like that of, of being in this building i think we've been here five years six years now um and it was uh again one of those those scenarios of just the blessing of um uh, we we you know when we first start a business it's expensive yeah and and you're you're puking out oh gosh i don't know how much money we were spending back then but it was all i had it was all coming out of my pocket we weren't making any money yet. And the crazy thing is when we first moved in this building, we thought we had a mulch mate that worked. Yeah. Was sellable. It was not. <laughs> we had found issues. We had found vendor issues. And we had to basically eat an entire year's worth of this lease, which was, I want to say it was like a hundred grand. I want to say, or maybe it was like that year and a half was like a hundred grand, something like that. And, um, I, if I didn't, I, once I signed those papers, I had to pay that money. Yeah regardless of if we sold anything or not and then our vent our our main vendor that we had that was making all the metal for us at the time went went belly up not belly they didn't go belly up they just did a really shitty job and ended up not uh not pulling through for us so then yeah. we missed our sell season it was like this big long freaking hard year um but then that led us to i had a conversation with a good friend of mine and he's like dude go amish <laughs> and i'm like amish and, and come to find out that there's a lot of Amish guys that are in fabrication. And uh, so we utilize that as well. And so that was another blessing. Um, and then th- it's just, it's been one thing after another of just blessings that, that have come our way. And I don't think it's because I'm some lucky guy. It's not that. It's that I keep my eyes open. I'm as good to people as I possibly can be. I try to have no fluff. And it, I think because the energy we all hold here, I think a lot of people like to latch on to it and they kind of thrive with us. And that's what ends up opening up all the doors. Yeah. It's a community. It is a community. It really, it really truly is. So with, when it comes to Dawson manufacturing, most people that are listening probably know us for that. Um, there, there's a whole nother long list of just miracles in my life. I buy, I bought a 64 and a half Mustang at 15 years old. Turns out it's the rarest Mustang ever made. Yeah. Like, Dumb luck. Like I didn't know that. That was there's was no way I pulled that car out of the mud and restored it myself just because I wanted to. So just just incre- crazy incredible thing. The Audi I just bought. I literally end up finding that car on YouTube, and it was built by the guy that inspired me to buy the car. And then I got a hold of him. He first turned me away, and then I just called his office. He then, the luck of the draw, he answers the phone. Again, more miracles, right? And now he's getting me a twin turbo kit for a tenth of the cost that's just that that kind of stuff just doesn't always happen yeah so it's again it's you know when i first messaged him i said hey man um i don't want to bother you i know you're probably busy you got a lot going on i'm sure um i think i have one of your cars you guys pulled the turbos out of it because a customer you know asked you to uh blah 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 blah. his response was very short and kind of irritated 
And I, I came back and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I sent him then, then I sent him a voice message. Hey, man, I'm not busting you up. I'm saying you sound like a very reasonable human being. And I, I, I like that about you. That's what I'm attracted to because I feel like I'm that person too. I'm just looking to see if, if you have any information on this car. And boom, his walls went down and everything got better. Yeah. Because of that good, positive approach. That's like we were in the um, conference room yesterday. You were talking to him, voice message back and forward. I mean, he, he was, he's a great dude. Mm-hmm. He is. And he, built some phenomenal vehicles. Oh, my gosh, he does. I think, I think his issue right now is he's going through a – I don't know exactly what he's going through, but he's, he's taking a long time to get my car parts together. And uh, The move doesn't help. The move doesn't help. The economy doesn't help. Um, he's, he's, he's taking the right approach. He's got – seems like a good attitude on the surface – I'm not sure what he feels inside his own heart and head, but um, from the outside looking in, he's doing the absolute best he can. Yeah. So there there you go. There's a little story for the day, and, and that's kind of my little miracle list and, and my gratitude list and thankfulness. So, Well, before we wrap it up, let's at least give the acknowledgement to some of the guys in the shop. Let them yes. know how you feel. And, you know, even your father, Jamie, you know. Okay, this podcast just got a little longer. <laughs> just a smidge. So we'll start with my old man since he he is the president my and my AKA business partner. Um, you know, I'm so thankful for him because he brings I'm a very aggressive person. He brings a lot of that um conservative, needed conservative viewpoints on a lot of things. Cause I'm wild, man. I will go he's he's the yin to my yang, right? So yeah. he's he's able at business at least, he's able to keep me balanced. So for that, I appreciate him, and I'm very thankful that he's here on this journey with me because one day I'm not going to have my father. Yeah. And one day he's going to die, and that's going to be horrible, and I don't ever want to imagine that day. So what I'm thankful for is that I'm able to spend every day with him, um, even though that some days it's too much. It's too much to be around him constantly. It's like a marriage. You sometimes you need a little space to then appreciate the person. So, you know, that's something I need to work on balancing a little better. I'm glad he's on vacation right now. <laughs> um, not since I don't want him around, but he needs it for him. Um, but I'm thankful for his growth. He has, I've watched him in the last, since Dawson Manufacturing started, he went from, I'm just going to call it person A to person B. He's not the same guy. Yeah. And I, and I want to take a little credit for that because I think I've been teaching him and I've been mentoring him a little bit on how to deal with all this. He's on that transition of his new self. He is. And, he, and he's, he's working hard at it. He's got a therapist, which is great. It's a business therapist. I'm very proud of him for taking that on because I see a therapist every week just to keep myself regulated, no um, no judgment, you know, no opinions because you see me all the time. It's this person gives it to me raw, real, and lets me have a very – a room to talk in where there's no judgment and, yeah. and I'm not going to get any kind of repercussions from it. So that's good. If you don't have a therapist, don't be ashamed to get one. Yeah. Just saying. Um, let me see here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down the pecking order. So Sam, I've known Sam since he was six months old, and he is he is a – kind great individual that he truly cares sometimes his the amount of caring he has gets in his own way i'm guilty as charged on that one yeah um so i'm not saying anything that i wouldn't say about myself or straight to his face he is an amazing human being um i love the fact that you know he's starting to sound like me he is he really starting to sound he has like said me. a couple of things and i'm like i know nick would say that so i'm just gonna go ahead and do yeah yeah and and he he has taken on the role here um, as Nick number two. And I've been trying to get him to do that. Uh, he said something to me the other day. He goes, the journey. <clears throat> he goes, you've always said, Nick, that the journey is more important than the destination. Granted, the destination is is a beautiful thing, and you need that to kind of chase. 
Yeah, you need a prize. You need a prize, and that's fine, but the prize typically is very short-lived, right? It's like a pregnancy. You, you, you're pregnant for nine months, and then boom, baby comes out. Well, it's like a championship win, too. Right. You get it for a minute, but then you got the next year to go. Let's Yeah, let's get back to it. Yeah. So, so yes, you need that prize, but he's starting to understand that the journey is just as important, and I'm very proud of him for the growth. I think he, what is he? He's 26 or 27. Young dude. Um, the other thing that I'm really proud about or proud of him for is that you know, he's had a lot of things go not as good as they could have in his personal life. And he's managed them okay. But the one thing that I taught him when his life started to get a little bit rocky was, I said, Sam, look for the consistency. And he's he's done that. He's he's recognized who in his life is consistent, and he he holds on to that. And that's a very, very good positive thing. Um, you know, it's it's just he's he's an incredible dude. And I know he's he's willing to grow, um, and he and he is. So for that, Sam, if you're listening, thanks, buddy. We love you. You're doing a great job. We love you. He's he's a really really good guy. Um, let's see here. Probably the next guy in line would be Jamie. Jamie is probably the most polar opposite person in the entire building from all of us. Yes, a hundred percent. And the thing that I like is that he is. Because if we're all the same, we're never going to catch mistakes. And so Jamie's job has kind of become that 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 ugly stepfather, stepmother Slash person. gatekeeper. Gatekeeper of Nick's money, right? So when I say, let's build a run of ultimates, it's six, seven dollars $700,000 at a crack. And, and, you know, I released one this week, and then we've got uh, – three more that we've got planned out for releases and then we've got a, we've got cartmate rs we got cartmate pro hitchmate all, all of in those, the mix all those are in there so we're talking about millions of dollars worth of po's that jamie is is the lead head engineer over over that and and he he's always after my money meaning meaning protecting it and and sometimes that's a stumbling block around here but it's an it's a necessary one. It may frustrate other people because they don't understand it. Whatever, I appreciate Jamie because he he does those things. The other thing I appreciate about Jamie is that he he too, since we've moved into this building, I'll say so five six years whatever it's been, he has changed a lot in a good way. Um, before him and I would just literally butt heads. I don't know why. Maybe he was young. Maybe I was young. I don't know. But at this point now. I'd say 80% of the time, we have these very heavy, strong, large, very important decision-based you know, conversations that, that really can dictate the future of this company. And we, we vet them so hard. And, and he has done a much better job of not taking it personal, not, you know, not throwing personal tax at anybody. Um, he, has, he has grown and morphed into a much more balanced man and, and and for that i'm thankful i mean because before it just wasn't working um he's done a great job um his his cad modeling designing his engineering background his willingness to do literally any task uh to just to the main focus is get the company better make it yeah. better every day he does that so for that i am incredibly grateful thank you jamie um you're you're a huge asset to this company and i appreciate that um probably justin um, Justin is Sam's right hand guy, 
in this building and outside this building. Yeah. So Justin used to work for me at my old landscape company. And this is back when he was a young, 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 young man, teenager. Yeah. Well, they've been friends since, what, middle high school, Something I believe? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So, like, in Sam's world, I believe the pecking order is Justin, then me. So we're very, very close. Um, and, and Justin, he was having a big struggle about a year ago. And Sam and I sat him down and said, Justin, you've got to change your attitude. And I watched that man in literally oh, he, 48 hours. He totally flipped. Yes. Totally flipped. And he is so dependable now and has such a good attitude. It's, it's incredible. Either he's faking it, which I don't think he is, or he did a masterful job at listening to Sam and I and taking this serious. Oh, by the way, when it comes to everybody I'm talking about, everybody has taken this this business more and more serious every single day. Yeah. It's it's grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. Where I remember at one point, Sam, I was thinking he was gonna uh, leave and become a, a pilot, <laughs> and that was right before COVID. And then everybody got laid off and then the force vaccines which he he was not for i said there you go good thing you didn't do that <laughs> i believe let you let people do with, the, with their bodies as you please um but um you know justin has been just a huge asset here and he again the willingness to just do what it takes is i don't know anybody that does it better i think we're all doing it yeah you know, on a, a very very high level um you Kyle, you have been just instrumental in in getting, um, you know, getting us to another level. I don't even. Like, there's so many different. For me, it's not one level. Like the the media levels here, the engineering is like way up here because there's so many more years behind it. Yeah. Um, you know, productions here. You know, you took on this this media task, the powder coating task, um, and and you never complained. I don't think I heard you complain once. Like you've busted your own balls about like getting um, distracted, and we all do. Yeah, dude, I've been distracted for January twelfth. It'll be two years of just living hell for me. Yeah, it was just a it was a mental foggy headspace, and with that came a lower tier of production. I could say is that like when I was doing powder, there were areas that were light, so I'd have to put it back through repowder. Which, granted, isn't a massive issue, but we don't want to keep running the booth over parts that were already powdered. Yeah, you you want to do it once, once and be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, and right. that was one thing is, is after I got through that, that foggy headspace is like I told Sam, the, the previous runs of, and granted we're like a bit of a lull right now in powder coating, but the past 12 runs I've put through have had perfect outputs. Have they? Yeah. I don't even pay attention. So it's not my job. Stay in my lane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's, you know, and that's not me like tooting my own horn. It's just that it was something that I took the time, I focused on it, I made sure that I produced the best that I could. Yeah, no, and you and you did. And the thing, I put you through a lot of hell before you showed up here and received a check from Dawson Manufacturing, and that was that was the test. The test came before you even started really being here. Well, I also enjoyed going out with to equip with you guys because I the first two three was it two years. Yeah, because this is my third year. So the first two years of doing a quit with you guys, I just, I it's not that I shut down my landscape stuff. I had somebody taking care of that, either a subcontract or last year I had employees. Um, I was having them take care of it, nice. you know. And yeah. with all that, I 
I went out and just helped without a dollar. Yeah. And just had fun with it. No, you did. It was great. Um, it was weird for me, but at the same time, I needed the help because we were, you know, in 2020, we didn't do Equip. We had our own little show here. In 2021. Which, think, a little hint, we got something coming next year, July 4th area, just to put it in everybody's heads. Yeah, yeah. There's something something big that's going to happen, and it's going to be here at Dawson Manufacturing, and all are welcome. That's all we're going to say. That's it. For now. Um, there'll be more announcements on that later. Um, but, um, you know, in 21, it 2020 was one of the hardest years ever on me in business. Then when 2021 came, um, you know, I knew personally I had some things that were, were starting to un- unwind and I, I couldn't figure out why. And so we show up in Kentucky, and I'm doing the best I can to keep it together. I lost 120 pounds in 21. I showed up in Kentucky with not as much money as I would like, and we had the biggest booth. There's a freaking gnat. I'm going to get him. Did I get him? Nope. Damn it. He's right there. Where? Uh, he's gone. I lost him in the floor. Oh, it's driving me crazy. Um, but, um, you know, we got a bigger booth. That was so funny. We, we called the, the expo, and we said – you know, we want to move to a different booth because we were in a 10 by 20 way yeah. back in the corner. And um, we wanted to be with the big dogs in Yanmar, basically had their booth on hold. And, and we were past the deadline that it could do that. And so I told told my father, which he's the one that handles paying for all that and the communicating of it. I do all the designing of the booth and, and getting everything there with Sam. I do the designing. Sam helps us get, get there and set up. And uh, at the time, I was running that. Now he runs that. Um, but... Uh, you know, Yanmar couldn't do that, and so we fought our way into getting that booth, and that was that was incredibly difficult. It was incredibly rewarding when we were done, um, and now it's ours to to lose. And that booth space booth space is just astronomically incredible as far as the legit the the legitimacy that it brings to our brand and to our company. A lot of people really stepped up after that and our our company forex since then i think the numbers yeah it's probably forex since since then uh, now there's a lot of factors in there and it's not all the booth but the booth was a huge part anyway um getting back to Kyle um you know you helped us drive out there you drove your own truck we gave you a whole bunch of crap in your dodge and messing with you getting out there you backed your ass right up into that freaking little spot in that in that rental place um you know i didn't i don't know why i didn't question you i just was like all right the only thing this dude's missing is a little bit of he just he just needs a little bit of a leader when we're doing all this like when we're doing my stuff and all i did was give you direction and you executed which is why when it came time to offer you a position here i didn't hesitate so you had earned it so to that good job not congratulations you don't win the freaking lottery yeah good job thank you i appreciate it. um and we love having you here you're a great asset even though when you first came everybody's like this dude's got way too much energy and i'm like Y'all you still need, can't touch it. Y'all need his energy. Y'all and I knew it. I when you first got here, Gavin was like, Are you serious? I'm like, you need him here. And now he loves you. So it's awesome. So anyway, uh see here. I'm not gonna say this is in order, but we've got uh I'm just kinda the next person in my head would be George. Um so George is oh, George. my father's cousin. Now, this is not a family affair here. Yeah. The way this worked out was we were in what we call around here, oh, shit season. <laughs> and when we uh, were in that, George had stopped by, and he needed, like, 
a tire popped off a bead on our tire machine that he didn't realize I had sold with the landscape company on like an ATV tire and wheel setup. Yeah. And so he's sitting in my father's office and you know, my dad's sitting there pulling his hair out, trying to get everything done. And George is sitting there chatting with him. George is retired at the time. So his, his mentality then was very nonchalant. Yeah. Which understandable. He's not doing it wrong, but my dad is not. And you know, one person is hairs on fire. The other one is like, I could care less. Yeah. And, um, He's got his feet in the sand, per se. Yeah, he did. and um, But he's like, you know, I am looking for something else to do. I'll help you guys. And my dad's like, I had nothing to do with this. Yeah. I walked in, actually, on it and didn't realize that they were already talking about it. But George's like, yeah, I'll come and help you for a few months. So fast forward almost two years, he's still here. And he says the reason he's here is because he loves the culture. I ask him this all the time. because I'm like, why are you still here? Even though I love him here. He goes, I love the camaraderie. I love the purpose. I love seeing boxes go out that door. He goes, I couldn't tell you. So we have a we have a red pallet and a green pallet, and typically we, we fill those plus some every single day they go out the door. Yeah. And and George is the one that's in charge of like the boxing and the and the paperwork and the little stuff. He's seventy years old. Mr. Packaging. Gonna, yeah, he's Mr. Packaging. So he 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 loves watching the growth of the company and he loves helping and he loves being a part of the cause. And he loves seeing his boxes go out the door. And so do I. I I love looking at all the states that they all go to. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but we are so thankful for George here. At one point, I thought we were going to lose him because he's he's got so many talents. People like to recruit him, and he's still willing to work. Um, his dad is like 99 years old. Yeah, he just hit that and knock, knock, knocking on the, the 100. Oh, he'll make it. Buck is a monster. Yeah. So he, he, they're all part of my bloodline, but he's not here because he's family. He's here because – he likes doing what he does. It has yeah. nothing to do with family. Um, just so happens that he's my father's cousin, and he's like, what is that? My cousin once removed or whatever. I don't know how that goes. I don't know if it's second cousin. I don't know exactly how it works either. Whatever. Don't care. Love George. He's amazing, and we're so, so grateful for him. And then uh, Gavin. Gavin is – he's my greenhorn. He, he has been uh, here since he was 18 years old. Um, came in in, again, an oh shit season. He actually came in right at the exact same time my personal life went into a tailspin and it was everything I had to teach that boy as much as I could as fast as I could in the middle of you know our crazy season my craziness and the thing I just got done telling a friend of mine yesterday he was talking about hiring people and he said hey I've got I've got three people I want to hire I got this chick highly qualified um, but when I talked to her, you know, I put the ad out, twenty-one to twenty-seven dollars an hour. She, it's like an editor position. Yeah. And uh, and he goes, you know, he was getting through the conversation with her, and they finally got through the to the financial agreement. And she goes, Yeah, I need thirty dollars an hour. And he's like, That's not what I put out there. Why Why did you even respond to it if that's what you need? She goes, That's what I need. She just and she just kind of like blew him off. Hmm. He asked me, he's like, What do I do? And I said, Fuck her. You saw the you saw the numbers online, and now you just go and change it. It's not how that works. You can ask in one hand, shit in the other, see which one fills up first. And I said that's I can't handle when someone tries to pull a slick one on me. It's it's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. And so what I'm getting back to here is is it it goes back to people's uh, moral compass. And so I would rather work with somebody like Gavin, which when he first came in. He was willing to learn whatever, and he had a good attitude. And it's willing to learn your way, like the Dawson way, the Dawson versus way. someone else's way. Right, and no, it doesn't. No offense, doesn't matter what else someone else does. 
I have my ways of doing things. I pay the bills. I advertise things a certain way. I have my own system set in place for a reason. You need to do it this way. Yeah. And so he was willing to take that on and had a good attitude and, and knew that he was green and wanted to grow into it and yada, yada, yada. So that is what I, I always look for is that willingness to, to grow and learn and the open communication style. Um, now, um, now today, you know, is Gavin me by any means? No, not yet, but he, he's trying, he's yeah. trying to get there. Now he's, gosh, he's, what is he? 20 years behind me. Yeah, yeah, I think 20. he just turned twenty. Yeah, he's he's almost twenty years behind me, and and I've been fabricating since I was eight, nine, ten years old, something like that. Yeah. So, um, long, long way for him to go to catch me, which is fine, uh, but he's wanting to. So that, and he likes to keep things clean, and and that was one of the best things he ever brought to the fab area was cleanliness. Yes, he is the very. I think that kind of comes from his uh, father's background of being a police officer. Is that that discipline and OCD yes. of just wanting to make sure that your area is clean because yep. then it keeps you clean headspace. Absolutely. So I'm very thankful for for those attributes, the willingness to learn, the willingness to execute, and to keep things clean. I couldn't ask for more than that. And he backs his truck in every day, and it's clean. I am happy, 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 happy about that. He, if you if you look in our parking lot. There isn't a single person that's pulled in. That is the type of person I'm after in this company. Yeah. So, did I miss anybody other than our sales team? I mean, okay, we'll talk about my sales team. So, we've got Julia, Mark, Brian, Chris, um, Jerry. There's another one. There's another one in there. I can't remember. Yeah, don't ask me. I don't know. Pete. 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 So all those guys and gals over there, um, they're an off-site, uh, subcontracted uh, bunch of folks over there. We love you guys. You guys have when you when we first hired them, I literally looked them in the face and I said, "I hate all you salespeople. You guys are worthless, and you don't know how to sell." And I've worked with so many different salespeople in the past. I still work with other salespeople. They suck. These deal. Some of these dealers that that we've taken on, they're awful. They literally don't know what they're doing they try to just move boxes and all they are are uh, they're not proactive they're reactive yeah they're never out there pushing they're never out there you know trying to become better they're just like well today whoever comes in i'll talk to and that's just that's a shitty way of going about things anyway not here to complain i'm here to say thank you to the sales team we have a a christmas dinner coming um december 2nd or 3rd something like that it's the first one we've ever attended with them um and that makes me feel really special because we first started with them we were at zero dollars in sales zero they had i think at the time maybe like 15 to 18 brands that they worked with now they're down to five and i am well not i uh dawson manufacturing is either two or three and they've kept us because we're the most successful one of the most profitable one of the most stable companies and brands they work with and some of the brands they work with make millions of dollars like way more than we do we make tens of millions these people make Tens and tens and tens and maybe even hundreds of millions. Like uh, Chapin. So Chapin is a company that builds all the backpack sprayers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For like Lowe's, Home Depot, Lesco. They make them all. That is their biggest client. Really? And, and you know, to be in the same room with those folks is... Something to be said. That's something to be said for what we're doing here at Dawson Manufacturing. And it is... Oh, I fucking got you! Look! I got him. Money, baby. I got him, stupid Nat. Days of this stupid Nat. 
Anyway. I think that was day three. Oh, my God. Did you hear me <laughs> slap him? My hands hurt. Oh, I was getting him. Hey, it's a great reward. Anyway, I'm thankful for killing that stupid gnat. <laughs> He's driving me nuts. Um, but anyway, guys, if you've listened to this far, go love on some people. Yeah. Go. And we're thankful for all of our people that, you know, have been a part of the Dawson manufacturing journey and have now been a part of life in the fast lane journey. Like, you know, that's something to be said for is if you guys are still here, like we really do appreciate it. So like the social media folks, um, the, the influencers, the Spencers, the Brian Fords and the Mitchell, uh, the B and B's, you know, yes, their household names, dirt monkey. Yeah. Dirt Monkey was here. You know, Ed Wright drug him here, and we're thankful for him and his video and showing up and give us the time, even though he doesn't really talk to us anymore, which I don't understand. Um, what did we do wrong? Yeah, dude, just call me. Like, be a man. Let's let's have a talk. Don't avoid me. Um, you know, our vendor, Belmont, our other vendor. I'm not telling you all my vendors because I don't want you stealing them or trying to mess with them. But which like, actually, I've already made this decision. I'm making my next trailer a Belmont trailer. Are you? Yeah. It's a good call. Yeah. Good, good call. Um, you know, those folks over there have been just tremendous to work with, and we wouldn't be where we are um, without them. Um, you know, all of our family members, every, you know, it, it it goes a lot deeper than just sur- what we've talked about today is surface. Yeah. But there's so many people behind the scenes. My uncle Tony called me this morning and was just like cheering me on. Like that means a lot. What's funny is it's surface and we're an hour and 20 minutes in. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, that shows you how much thankfulness we have. Yeah. Anyway, guys, go have an awesome Thanksgiving. We love you. And it has been an absolute pleasure serving you and being here with you on this journey. And we want to hear from you. Email us at hey, fastlane at gmail.com. There you go. Um, I'm not going to worry about any of the sales bullshit. Just. Guys, just go check out the awesome manufacturing of Ultimate. Be a part of your family. Google it and go have some fun and eat some pumpkin pie. I like it. I'm going to go get I like some pumpkin apple. rolls. Tomorrow, I'm going to a car show bright and early. Sun won't even be up. I'll be gone. Meow. Meow. I bought $100 worth of pies. I'm going to be sitting there hot and ready waiting for me. Sweet. It's going to be good. Guys, have an awesome day. We love you. And we will catch you in the next episode of Life in the Fast Lane. And uh, have an awesome Thanksgiving. Adios, muchachos. Ultimate.